Morning, bro. Morning, morning bro. How you? I'm good. And you? I'm, I'm, yes. We're a little early rocking and rolling. We must, uh, I don't know. I guess we're, uh, uh, I don't know. We're up and at them on Friday morning, John. We're go-getters, man. Yeah, go-getters. We've already done the wardle. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and, uh, you know, my stomach hurts from uh, from coming up with that answer, so. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Uh-huh. So, John, you you ready for the uh, bad joke of the day? Sure. Yeah, I, I hope you didn't tell this one to your sister. So, <laughs> why, why was the cannibal disappointed with the fast food restaurant? <laughs> I don't know why. Ah, uh, he went to five guys. <laughs> yeah only a small chuckle from from john um, this morning let me let me let me just say john i told that in my classes yesterday and in two classes i had to explain it which is probably funnier than the joke <laughs> why would you have to explain it they didn't get it okay yeah so i got out you know i have a chalkboard so i can draw pictures so yeah. <laughs> do you actually have a chalkboard or do you have a whiteboard no, no, we we we, have, we still have chalkboard, dude. We went, we went to, you, you know, you know, you're you're just you're just poking the bear here. Uh, we went to Smartboards about, uh, uh, yeah, almost twenty years ago, and uh, they decided if, uh, not too long ago that they weren't going to uh, pay all the money for the software uh, anymore to to keep the software. The smart boards running, so we we still we have smart boards, but you can't really write on them. <laughs> so they're not that smart, then, are they? Oh uh, no, they're just they're just screens that you know you can show powerpoints and stuff on. But yeah, it's not like like the the, the old days when you use multiple colored crayons and do all kinds of things with the five guys. Yeah, you know. <laughs> So uh, we're the obvious brothers. I'm obvious Steve, and he's obvious John. Uh, and we're back for yet another week, and uh, we have lots to talk about. Uh, so where do you want to start, John? Uh, you want to get the big game out of the way? The big game out of the way. Let me look at my schedule. You mean UCLA USC tomorrow night? I think you know what game I'm talking about. Oh man, really? I got to talk about the big game. So, John, I uh, uh, let's see. I have a rant somewhere to go, but the, the, it's not. It's not this one. Uh, why does the NFL think it's a good idea to have two weeks between the championships and the Super Bowl? I think it's to get players healthy to make sure teams can be as full strength as possible. Okay, I will I will take that as a as a quality answer. But I you know it's been two weeks. I don't it's, remember who played or how well they played two weeks ago at this point. Feels like a month, doesn't it? But it feels like a long time, right? Yeah. So we're gonna sit here, you know, we were in a rhythm every week. Oh yes, Sunday they blah 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 and you know, there you go. And here it's been oh Way back then, let me try and roll the tape back to the Bengals snuck a victory, I think. And yeah, and in fact, so, so kind of so did the Rams. But 
yeah, neither one with a dominating performance. So, uh, so here we are. Here we are, the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. I, you oh, know, going back to your touching on your question, though, um, I did. I liked it better when it seemed like the Pro Bowl was a lot more fun when it was the week after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, how, how, would you know, how would you know? Did you actually watch the Pro Bowl to know how much fun it might be? Yeah, I used to actually. I, I actually did kind of used to watch it. Um, used to. Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't watch it last Sunday, did you? No, but I no. told you the I told you to take the over. And it was a good good call. Was it? Okay, I, I think did. they scored like seventy some points. Did they? Well, I'm glad you know that, and uh, and we'll go on. So um, and there's a lot of interceptions too. So so John, I think probably the other than rambling here about this and that, but uh, we ought to talk about how we can win two hundred eighty dollars. Uh, if we go to FanDuel, and and what 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 are we going to do to win our two hundred eighty dollars? You just got to place a five dollar bet, allegedly. Uh, allegedly, you you're you're not trusting them, John. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be some details here that there's no way they're going to pay. You've got to make a. I'm I'm assuming you probably have to make a rather large deposit to to get that $5 free, it's technically quote unquote free $5 bet at 40, what is it? 48 to one odds. 56. 56 to one odds on either right. team. See on either team. I don't, do you get only one bet? Cause you, you could hedge your bet, bet $10 and you're pretty much guaranteed your, your win. then at that point, right. I think, <laughs> I think John, that uh, they probably will not let you bet both ways. I think you get one $5 money line bet and they will, they will uh, multiply it 56 times if it wins. Yes. You get a 50, 50 chance. My my question is, well, no, you don't really, John, but uh, my question is who, who are you betting on, on the money line to, to uh, hopefully get the $280? Well, I guess you take the home team. Is is that right? So you're taking the the, the Rams on the money line. Now, if that was to bet that, that's not how I'm actually going to bet the game. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, that that's interesting. So you think the money line bet is the Rams, huh? Hmm. Okay. But you uh-huh. think that you think the Bengals are going to win? I do. If I'm betting this game, there's a few ways I'm going to bet it. Uh, I will take the Bengals plus the three and a half. I'll take the Bengals money line and I'll take the under 48 and a half. Is it down to three and a half? That's what it's showing me right now. You, you know, last Friday you claimed you could get it at six at one point. I think it was at six and I was taking that too. Well, thank, thank the obvious John right there underlining why we are named what we are named. Uh, so you like three and a half, but you jumped on six, John. That's a, that's a shocker. Yeah. It's a shocker. Right. Okay. So yeah, I, uh, I, I think, uh, you know, in, in terms of picking, I think I'll, uh, yeah, I like, I like the Bengals too. 
Uh, I don't like the fact the line is sagged as much as it has. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the Bengals, too. I just think they, uh, they have mojo. They so, do have some mo. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with the mojo and, uh, and, and go with the Bengals. I don't know, you know, as you, you, you ever, you'll see articles about offense versus offense and defense versus defense and all that, and I don't know. Don't think either offense looked particularly great in the last game. Uh, just enough to win, and uh, Cincinnati's defense is really primo. So, I get. I guess the advantage kind of goes to the Rams having a better defense. But uh, I get. I guess I want to see somebody write up about special teams after the Green Bay game, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I did. I did hear. You know, having heard way too much Super Bowl coverage, a call in to say that their kicker was thirty-two of thirty-four for the year, and one of them was a fifty-four yarder. They shouldn't have tried, and so they think he's pretty good. Though the rookie kicker for the Bengals seems to yeah. have ice water in his veins. Yeah. So. Yeah, that kid's pretty solid, man. Yeah. So. I don't know that this helps us any, but uh, we, we at least can say that we were thinking about who had a better field goal kicker at some point. If I were putting my money on it right now, I'd put my money on McPherson to, to be clutch. Did you hear him that Burrow said that when he was uh, warming up for that um, game against the Bengals when he kicked the last second one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was warming up and he kicks one into the net. And as he runs on the field, he goes, I can't believe we're going to the conference championship game. Yeah. I've heard that story. Yeah. He's, that's going to be part of his legend at this point. So, yeah. And it was like a 48 yarder too. It wasn't like it was a chip shot. And and it was not nice. (laughs) No, it was not. No, it was not. It was not like it was indoors, no wind or anything. It was a, uh, a cold and stormy evening. Yes. So, all right. So, I, b- bigger questions, John. Uh, you think a lot of people are going to watch this game? Oh yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Huh. You don't? Uh, I don't think Cincinnati exactly carries a national kind of thing, and you know we talked we've talked for weeks about the Rams. Not even sure the Rams have a a base of support in I LA. Think- so. They got ran out of their stadium twice when they played San Francisco this year. So, right, it was like they were playing a uh, a, a road a, game. Road, road game, right? Yeah, there were more San Francisco fans, right? I bet uh, you that stadium is packed with Bengals fans too. For even though it's because I mean it's been a million years since since they've yeah. uh, been there, so I don't. Yeah. So, John, did, have you heard what they claim the average ticket's going for this year? Well, I see right now on my little ESPN board that they have – you can get tickets right now as low as a mere $2,754. Yeah, yeah I, I, heard, I heard the average ticket was going for 5500 I think, was the magic number. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let me – is that something you would spend money on? I mean, even if you, I mean, that stadium seats, what, 90,000 people? Um, probably. Why? Yeah. 
to matter how many people it seats. But okay, go ahead. Thinking, how does how are there not got, thousands who's got that much money? Yeah, exactly. Well, well John, we're, we might have this conversation in a minute about how that many people have this much money again, because I haven't figured out why Auburn looks like they're going to write a big check to make a football coach go away. Uh, I, again, it's just kind of amazing uh, a, a amount of money that kind of floats around in this country. So it is. Yeah, well, and, and the answer to your question was if the Bears actually went to the Super Bowl to some place I wanted to go as much as I might want to go to L.A. to a funky new stadium, I, 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 I might dig in a little bit. But, you know, that's a that's a yeah. and, you know, you know, if you're paying that for the seats, you're probably going to pay a premium for uh, a hotel room, too. Yeah. Can yeah. What do you think the hotel rooms are going to be around there? And Airbnbs, those aren't going to be cheap. I mean, people yeah, are going to be cashing find, in on them. Right. Yeah. If you can find one, it's not. So, yeah, it's uh, just kind of wondering. Uh, back to my question. I, 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 I know lots and lots of people will watch, but I just wonder if it'll be. It'll it'll have the juice to have high rankings like uh, high ratings like uh, some others have had. I wonder wonder how how it's going to fit in. I think you might be surprised, honestly. Okay, I might be surprised, and we'll we'll talk about my surprise uh, next next Friday morning. Yeah. So I know. I mean, I know it hasn't been too long since the Rams were there, but I mean, it's. I mean, there's some good storylines of this game too. You got Stafford, first year there, coming from Detroit, who's you know, I feel like is almost redemption for Barry Sanders who got screwed out of an opportunity to go somewhere else and, and, and be a star. And, you know, the Bengals obviously haven't been there forever. You got Burrow who is, you know, might be the best young quarterback in the league. Mm. You know, if he doesn't get hurt last year, who knows how good they are comes off the national championship at LSU has a great season this year. Yeah. You know, he'll be the first one to uh, uh, win a Heisman, a Super Bowl, and a national championship. Yeah, first one ever. Yeah. A lot of guys have won Super Bowls and Heismans, but they've never done all three. Right. So, uh, yeah, well, uh, it, it, it probably be an interesting game anyway, and the three-and-a-half-point line indicates a, a close game. So, um I get. I guess we have to do what what talk shows do this week, John, and talk about what we're going to eat because the Super Bowl is about eating, right? Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to a Super Bowl party with some friends, and apparently, like the spread. I'm not even supposed to bring any food or anything. Just BYOB and come feast. So I'm looking forward to it. Is that right? So. So are they putting on the spread or are they catering the spread? I think they're putting it on. Ah, okay. That'll be interesting. So so it's a little quick backstory. Um, it's a fantasy football league and their entry fee is like, I think it's like 30 bucks for this fantasy football league and you don't actually win anything. The entry fee goes towards the Super Bowl party. 
So then there's this big, huge hoopla Super Bowl party at the end of the year. And I guess it's quite the ordeal. And somehow you somehow you got invited? I did. Wow. Congratulations. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Oh, well, all, all right. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Wardle. I hear you. Yeah. So, so there you go. So, so John, I, back to Wardle, I, I guess it's good to know that none of us is sitting with a naked gunman holding us right. on stage this morning. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We got our Wardle results were sent, so we know everybody's safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like blinking on the video, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So, John, uh, we, we both watched Jack Reacher uh, in the last week, which uh, I find mildly troubling. But, uh, OK, so I guess we should talk about the, yeah. series, the series on Prime Video. Yeah, it was very entertaining. Um, I have I know that you have read the books, I think. Right. I've read one of the books. Yes. OK. Did you read the one that this particular storyline was about? No. Hmm. I read the one that was set in Pittsburgh. Oh, so yeah. The uh, my understanding is is that this the the series series follows the book a little closer and a little better than what the the movies have. Okay. Well, is he okay. is he an active MP in the in the books? No. Okay. Or investigative? No. Thingy. No, he's he's retired, but seems to be. It, it, whoever he calls, they all act like they have to jump when he calls. So I, I guess that's respect is what we're supposed to believe. So, so, mm -hmm. so anyway, uh, Jack, Jack Reacher is, is a, uh, I guess we're going to claim as an investigator, uh, a retired, uh, some sort of secret ops investigator from, from the military. Uh, and, um, yeah, and he's uh, kind of well, part of his stick is he um, he beats people up and they beat him up. Yeah, he's pretty fond of that um, forearm shiver to the face, isn't he? Well, if I had forearms like that and arms like that, I might be fond of it too. But yeah, he he pounds some people in the in the head with his elbows quite often. Yeah, it's like his go-to move. Is that well? I'm I'm glad you were breaking that down, John. I was too busy looking. He must be six five two forty at least, right? Well, and, his his Wikipedia says he's only six two, but he is a big big man. Really, his Wikipedia page says he's only six two. Correct. Yeah. Uh, does just he a hair it? just a hair taller than Tom Cruise? Just a hair tall, right? Who plays him in the movies uh, so far? <laughs> Right. Well, and uh, yeah, it's we, we enjoyed it, but uh, there is lots of uh, beating up and bloodshed, right, John? Yeah, some it's of, some of it a little gruesome. It's pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: the last episode, there are dead bodies. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah so, there's, there's some carnage. Yeah. So uh, I, I the, the other thing I've been watching this week that I don't think you have is there, there's a college Jeopardy thing in prime time that I've been watching that's, uh, I guess, is mildly entertaining is the way to go. Has it restored your faith in our education system? Not not in the least, no. <laughs> not in the least. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah, a few of the games have been interesting. And, uh, yeah, I, 
I just, yeah, it, it, it's Jeopardy. It's fun. It's, yeah. Uh, there are some decent questions and you wonder how they get hung up sometimes, but uh, we're, that's rolling. And then I watched the chase on Wednesday night. I guess there are two episodes. I watched the first one before had to hit the hay early because of uh, early Thursday morning, but uh, it was one of those pitiful episodes of the chase, John, where only one of the three survived and she didn't have a whole lot of money on the table. And, uh, it was they were talking about what the record was to catch her at the end, and, and he broke the record. Uh, oh, so. he caught her pretty quick, huh? Uh, I think he had a minute left. Oh, what, who was the chaser? Uh, Brad. Hmm. Brad, they, they give him all stupid nicknames. I can't, what do they call him? Buzzsaw, Brad, like, the Buzzsaw. You got the uh, you got the, the beast. beast. Yeah, yeah, which was the, the original, the the English version of it, on or the Game Show Network version was he was the original chaser all the time. Yeah, but no, I, she, yeah, you, you know how it works, John. First, she starts with she only gets one step because there's only one of her, and then she mm-hmm. did really well. She got eleven answers, so she only had twelve. But you know, in, in twenty seconds, they get over twenty answers right, or two minutes, they get over twenty answers right easily yeah. so when it's only 12 it's like oh this is unless the questions are hard enough where he gets, does a lot of pushbacks and he didn't he ripped through them like a buzzsaw yeah they're it's impressive how intelligent they are I, I think still that show would be i would love to see like a special where they do like just a round robin where the other three go up against one of them and yeah. then they just do like a rotation to see how, how they could do against each other. I think that would be, and do it for like charity, you know, have like a, make it a charity event or, and yeah. I think that would be fun to watch, to watch those, those four go at it in like well, a weekly rotation. I, I think the three would have more than uh, 12 answers on the board and the final chase. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But I think they would also be very, they would gamble too. They're all pretty, yeah. you know, pretty aggressive. So when they get that opportunity to move up one and get more money that they, they could, so they might not always get the, all three may not make it to the final, no. which would be some good fodder for, you know, some, some uh, trash talk. Yeah. There would be, there would be trash talk. Uh, doubtless. Yes. So uh, yeah, it'd be, it would be, uh, it would be funny to see how often uh, they, they take the larger amount and how often that paid off. So yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling James would for sure take the higher amount every time because it's all about stacking up money. So, right, it's like putting free money in front of him is the way he'd probably think about it. So, exactly, exactly. So let, let's talk. Let's talk culture. So oh. what what happened at IU this week? <laughs> uh, well, they had a. Did you did you ever get a follow up to see exactly what the five guys did? Speaking of five guys, Cannibal <laughs> was disappointed. Yeah, the 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 company line is still that they were that they went out and the night before and came back late for curfew and reeked of um, marijuana. Woody caught them and suspended them. So that's what Woodson said. That's what the um, 
Oh, shoot. The IU Peaks. That's what Peaks had said. Okay. So I, I'm going to have to look. Bot, bottom line here is IU, were they in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh. Okay, so they'd already flown up, and so they hit the town in Chicago the night before the game and got busted. Yeah, so five five players, I don't know who they were, but I know that uh, IU's rotation was thin uh, for the game because uh, Coach Woodson uh, suspended them for a game, and they lost the game at Northwestern, which is uh, not going to help them. Uh, anytime soon so uh and i I guess uh what i i was i heard them talking about this was he said that he wanted to establish a certain kind of culture and this was uh they needed to be suspended so uh he had he was sending the right message in terms of kind of culture he wanted in his first year yeah um pretty much only galloway and um TJD were the only starters that weren't suspended. The other three were, they had three starters suspended. So, Okay. But uh, TJD, whose initials you roll off your, your tongue like nothing, and we all know who you're talking about, is by far their best player. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he is I, – I, everybody I've heard talk about him thinks he's going to be a pro. So uh, so, so uh, one of the five is your best player. So it's a pretty big uh, statement uh, to sit him on the, on the bench. On clearly a game you no, have played. Trace, Trace, Trace played. He was, he was not suspended. Really? No, he played – yeah, he played like – he played almost the entire game. He played 39 minutes. So he wasn't with them? Apparently not. Oh, okay. I thought you said he was one of the five. No, Trace, Jackson, Davis, and Galloway are the two starters that were oh. not suspended. Oh, the two who weren't. Yes. So the other three starters were. Okay. Yes. Got you. All right. That's so you have your best player, but who making up for three starters is too much. So oh, yeah, and the guys, the five guys that started, the guy that played the least. Uh, Cop and Leo played 34 minutes, 34 out of the 40 minutes. Everybody else played 36, 37, 39. So they yeah, were on the yeah. floor for a long time. Yeah, not, not much depth when you're missing five guys. So it's like punishing 10 people. Yeah, well, yeah, you don't think they were thanking Coach Woody for the extra minutes at the end of the game? Probably not. They were, probably... they were grabbing their shorts and second win. Yeah. But it was a uh, pretty quiet ride home. Yeah, well, yeah. So that, that that is interesting. That is our IU story of the week, which kind of goes uh, as I, I will transition to our favorite university to talk about, Auburn, which seems to be nothing but a shit show in terms of football. Um, uh, I, I do not understand what's going on, but I guess going six and seven in your first year is enough to have everybody uh, after your head, so... Yeah. Right. Well, they're investigating the coach for one thing, right? What's his? What he do? I don't know. I don't know what he did, but uh, there have been like fifteen players leave, and both coordinators have left. One of them 
to take less, like $400,000 a year less money to go to Oklahoma State. So, yeah, stuff stinks. But you, you did see the kind of uh, amazing thing that uh, they announced on Monday, or it was leaked, or we all know on Monday that they're investigating the coach. And on Tuesday, the uh, they put out that there's a new policy that you could be fired for not cooperating with the university investigation. It was titled the, quote, employee duty to, to cooperate policy, end quote. Right. And uh, so they, how are they going to why would they have to pay out his contract then if he's terminated for they, they will not. Mm. But on the other hand, you know, I, I don't have a law degree and I didn't stay at Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> but I think I know how labor law works and you can't make that rule and apply it to somebody after you've already started the investigation. I, I, I do not think that is legal. So, uh, of course, as somebody pointed out, uh, I, they, they said they weren't sure you, they could do this, but this would be typical of Auburn do, you know, yeah, wet the bed or whatever you would say at this point uh, in, in such a way because they seem to have their shit together. Well, you want to talk about some cash? I mean, they just paid Gus Malzahn last year. $21.45 million for his buyout. Right. Hired Harson or Harrison. His contract runs through 2026. If it is deemed that he is fired without cause, they would owe him 70% of that contract, which is about 18 million. So that would be 30, almost $39 million. I heard, I heard 40 million cash. In two years. Right. To dump. And, and and all this is being motivated uh, not from the athletic department, but by uh, what seems to be the boosters uh, are, are behind all this. And you're not remember last week we talked about the basketball coach. They, they made a Bruce Pearl, a, a, a however many a fifty million dollar commitment to him. So somebody in in Auburn, Alabama, is sitting on more money than they know what to do with. That is pretty, uh, and they talk about, I mean, it's just, I think, fuels the whole NCAA issues. Yeah, well, yeah, we can't afford to pay players, though, right? Nope. Yeah, it would, it would send the wrong message, right? Yeah, it would, yeah. It might send the message that they're actually the important ones, but... Back to the question, John, about, you know, going to the Super Bowl and, and having that kind of, what kind of money do you have and, and what are you thinking that you're, you're, they call and say, we want to buy out the football coach's contract and you say, oh, I'll, I'll chip in a seven-figure piece of that. Right. And, uh, just to what? I mean, you don't even get anything for that. No. No, it's not like you get you got seats somewhere. Your name's not on a building. Well, of course, some of those guys that are probably chunking that out probably do have their name on a building. But yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You're, you're getting you're getting. Uh, it seems nothing except uh, the the knowledge that next time they're thinking about a football coach, they'll call you, right? Yeah, you better have lifetime freaking season tickets and and pretty amazing seats. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I guess you get to be the football coach's best buddy for a while too, right? Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Well, that's uh, that. I feel better now that we've had that talk, John, because yeah, it just seems amazing to me that there's that much money laying around. And, and that they, that after a year, they think they've messed up the, the their hire already. Well, I think that, I mean, are they are they using the investigation as a reason to fire the guy, or are they using, or are they going to fire him because of the investigation? Well, I think they're. I think I think uh, everybody is surprised every day that he's not fired. So, I think that's. Uh, Seems likely that he's that he's not going to be back for the fall, but yeah, I would say uh, his days are definitely numbered. Yeah, I guess the uh, the whole the, the question is how how many millions is he going to have to sit on the beach and drink umbrella drinks? Huh? Yeah, how would I mean? Would you? Eight. I mean, it amazes me that some of these people still work. Yeah, you think twenty million would be enough where you wouldn't be working again? Yeah, I would be. I'd be okay with twenty million to retire if I had that in my bank account. Yeah, yeah, you're a young guy too, John. I mean, uh, but I, I think you'd have a hard time running through twenty million in your lifetime. I'd give it hell trying, though. Would you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there you go. Well, John, where do we want to start? You had a good week in picking basketball games last week. You went four and one. Choked, okay. on the, choked on the Monday night game, which is kind of funny, but uh, yeah, if you remember what the Monday night game was, I don't. Was that the? Oh, that was the Duke, the Duke uh, Notre Dame game, right? No, that was the week ago. This week it was Texas, uh, Kansas, Texas. Oh yeah, actually, no, you're five and zero. Oh, I've got you down as taking Texas. Did you take Texas? Yeah, I did. Oh, you're five and zero. Oh. Wow, you're a genius. All right. fire. Yeah. I'm on a on a heater, baby. You're on a heater. You're on a you're on a Sean Cramsey heater. Yeah. Well, so I think the uh, committee is meeting this weekend. Uh, although they have done a really good job of keeping it secret and coming out with their top sixteen. John, anything interesting out of that? Nah, it's still too early. And it's you know, change. I, I kept seeing the scroll last night that they're doing a second one in two weeks. Already? Right. They're going, I think they're doing tomorrow and then they're going to do another one in two weeks. I don't know who's asked for it or anything, but uh, yeah. Uh, so, so you're, you're not worried about who the ones are tomorrow, huh? No, no. Uh, Matter of fact, I'd be willing to take, take uh, betting odds that at okay. least two of those ones that they call out next week won't be ones by the time the tournament rolls around. Two won't be ones on Selection Sunday. Okay, I got that, John. I got that down, John. Okay. Okay. Two, but then this is without you even knowing who they're going to be. You're just blindly saying that there's that the, it's going to be that volatile, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's good. I, the morning, uh, my man bracket Dave, uh, this morning has Kansas, Kentucky, Gonzaga, and Auburn on the one line. 
You said Kentucky, Kansas. Yeah. Gonzaga, Auburn. Right. Hmm. Yeah. If that's the four ones that the kitty committee comes out with, I would think that that's, I would, I'll definitely stick to my bet. Is that right? So I like uh, Auburn and Gonzaga to be the ones that go, that, that probably hold on to the one spot. Right. Okay. Uh, I think, I think uh, if, if Gonzaga is good for the one tomorrow, uh, I, I, I looked earlier in the week just because I had a moment. Uh, they, they have one game on the road where they're only a 75% chance of winning on Ken Palm. That is, that is the, the toughest game they have left. So it does not seem likely they're going to lose. And, and so, yes, it, you don't fall off the one line without losing, right? Right. Right. Yeah, it would it would be hard to. Right. And and uh, I don't I don't know that Auburn is safe, but I know Auburn doesn't play anybody. They do play Tennessee on at, the road. Is at the Tennessee one. is their toughest game left. Is their tough? Yeah, that's their toughest game left, and they have a forty-three percent chance of winning. Uh, all right, so uh, that that is John's take. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's bold, John. That's bold. Uh, I, I think there'll be a lot. Of, I think there's a lot of shuffling, but it could end up that the, it, it is those four in the end anyway. But uh, since two of them are in the same conference. That uh, that and that has to give you pause because they're going to play in a conference uh, game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, at some point you would think, or else they're going to get beat, which is even probably worse. Uh, what's what's um, Palm's percentage for um, Kentucky to beat Tennessee at Tennessee on the fifteenth? Uh, they have them losing by a point. So that's another loss. Chalk up another loss for uh, Kentucky. That'll put them at with three losses or five five losses overall, three in the conference. Right. I don't think anybody's catching Auburn in the SEC. All right. So we 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 clearly are not talking about last night's game uh, because you don't want me to cry on the podcast. So uh, you guys got worked. Uh, we're not talking about last night's game because you oh, okay. to cry on that podcast. Yeah. Uh, so five games for this weekend, John, and I'll let you talk through them. And uh, if you want to talk about somebody else or something else, uh, you know, the five games and I'll walk, walk through them for, for everybody at home to write them down. Starting at noon tomorrow on ESPN two, Texas is at Baylor. Baylor is a six-point favorite. On let's see here, three uh, thirty on Fox. IU is at Michigan State. Uh, it, uh, Michigan State is a four-point favorite. All right, uh, at four o'clock on ESPN Plus or the Big Twelve Network, which I imagine you might get, John. Uh, TC, TCU is at Tech. Tech is an 11-point favorite, John. 
Wow. And then uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow night, the game I mentioned earlier that you didn't even laugh, UCLA is across town at USC on ESPN. UCLA is surprisingly a three-point favorite. And in the game that uh, you probably will have to try and figure out, John St. Mary's is at Gonzaga at 10 o'clock on ESPN2. The Zags are a 14-point favorite, but both teams, well, uh, St. Mary's is 19-5, and which is a pretty good record and has been hanging around the top 25, so, and is 20th on Ken Palm. Yeah, St. Mary's has been probably the second best team in that conference for the last few years. They've made the tournament a couple times too, haven't they? Yeah. As a at-large bid, so. Yeah. But anyways, we'll start, we'll start at the top. Yeah, well, let's start with Texas and Baylor. Um, let, let me just say about the WCC, St. Mary's is definitely the second best team. Uh, but, you know, they've kind of struggled. So they lost. Uh, their next game is at Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Texas and Baylor. Texas won that game on Monday night against Kansas at home. Um, not by much, but that's all right. It's a big win for them. And uh, are they turning it around? And Baylor has not exactly been nails the last well let's see it's almost a month now january 11th they lost to texas tech they've lost that game and three more so they lost to they lost at alabama which is a bad loss 87 to 78 and they got ran out of the building at kansas two days before kansas beat or got beat by texas right last saturday Uh, a game we picked uh, the kansas baylor game and they they were it was not competitive right 83 to 59 yeah this is an interesting line for me baylor's a six-point favorite at home against a team that just recently beat a team that they got worked by right if you're going by the last week's results you don't understand why uh it is uh Really, Baylor shouldn't be favored by much, if any. Yeah, and Texas has been playing pretty good here recently. They don't, you know, obviously the Kansas win is good. They took care of Iowa State pretty handily. Um, A tough loss at Texas Tech. They beat a ranked Tennessee team, which are currently ranked Tennessee team. Yeah, they've won five of the last six is one way to look at it and. uh Yes, they're they're eighteen and six overall. Uh, clearly, a tournament team, but uh, are you know? It's, I I listen to the CBS guys basketball podcast. They keep pointing out uh, they were like people thought they had like a top five team uh, beginning of the year. So uh, they had a lot of talent coming back, and even though they switched coaches, uh, it, nobody thought it was a downgrade in terms of coach. Um, yeah. So, so you're, you're jiving around here, you know, are you, are you, inter- t- are you taking the orange or are you taking the bears? Oh, I'm taking the six in the orange. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I went against them on Monday. I'm going to go against them again. So I'm going to take Baylor and give the points. I just think 
I think Baylor is the better team. Uh, it's just a question of whether they come out of their funk or not. And uh, Well, ESPN has Baylor as a 75% chance to win the game. Right. What's KP have it at? Oh, you, you, I, 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 I went on to the next game. They have uh, 70. Okay. Yeah. Well, I do not know that that translates to six points, but right. Uh, what do I know? Okay. So the next game is a game after your own heart there. You've got to go up to uh, East Lansing and play Michigan State. Hopefully the team will stay in tonight. Uh, and, well, come on. You got to give me something there. I laughed. You just didn't hear it. It was just kind of, it was a small chortle. Of course, there's a difference between being, uh, staying the night in Chicago and staying the night in East Lansing. So, <laughs> you don't think there's quite as much nightlife around East Lansing as there is, uh, of course, marijuana is legal in, in Michigan. So, hmm. could be more easily found. I think it's legal in Illinois too, but, uh, I think, I think I, I saw a thing, but, uh, it's good that this is what we're using to figure out what we're doing in terms of the basketball game is the, they legality, have been, yeah. the legality of marijuana, uh, where the IU basketball team is uh, going. Uh, State has not exactly been nails here lately. So I, this is an interesting game. Uh, 65% Kim Baum has uh, on them winning. Uh, they have lost the last two. Uh, that's Michigan State. They lost to Wisconsin Tuesday night uh, at home and mm-hmm. lost at Rutgers badly last Saturday. Yeah, that's a bad loss. Yeah, that is a uh, that is a B level loss. It looks so. Uh, they have right. It's not. I'll cut to the chase. They're not losing three in a row. They're not losing three in a row. So you're going to give the points. Yeah, so am I. But let me just say, though, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to write it down, and I'll probably forget it. Michigan and State is one of those teams uh, you and I in tournament play never quite get right. Right, John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always pick them the year they don't go anywhere and don't pick them the year they, yeah. they, they go to the Final Four. I think the last three years in a row they have – pretty much busted my bracket in one way or the other well i will say this on two years ago but yeah two years ago they didn't do anything to your bracket uh, right but but, uh uh i am not picking them to go far in the tournament on february 11th i'm putting that out there i just they might do it again and pull magic out of a hat but uh uh, they may have the pieces to do it, but they just have not. He hasn't gotten this team to gel, and uh, I guess they could, still could. But uh, on, on February 11th, if I say I got Michigan State doing a deep run when we do our brackets, you, you get to tell me. <laughs> okay. You, you stop me. You know, be, be, my, be my sponsor and keep me from doing a dumb thing. Well, we'll just have to communicate and – you choose them to go nowhere and I'll choose them to go like to the elite eight. And then one of us will be right. Right. Yeah. Well, there is that. All right. 
The uh, third game is uh, TCU at Tech. And for those of you at home who do not follow TCU basketball, they have been on a bit of a heater uh, and uh, have gotten themselves uh, away from the bubble, I think, uh, and safely in the field. Uh, They, uh, well, they've won four of their last six, although they lost to Texas at home badly. Yep. They did beat LSU, who is ranked on the 29th in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. They beat Oklahoma, who's a tournament team, uh, nicely on the road on the 31st. Lost to Kansas State, which doesn't help them any. At home. At home, but then beat Oklahoma State, who, again, is a borderline tournament team on Tuesday. Uh, they have an 18% chance of winning this game. But line is 11, though. That's the, yeah. that's the hook right there. The big number. I don't think they're winning this game. Yeah. Um, I just don't know if I can give up 11 points, though. Okay. I'm I, I, just for, for sentimental purposes, I'm going to take the uh, Horn Frogs and the points. Okay. I'll take Tech then. Okay. Because uh, to remind you all, John and I have seen a game uh, together at uh, Horn Frog Arena or whatever it might be called. So, <laughs> in, in a game that uh, I think I'm the one who gets blamed for wanting to leave early and missing uh, one of the more fantastic <laughs> comebacks of all time, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, we 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 might have effed up there. Oh well, but then again, we went to dinner, so you know. Yeah, it was kind of a win some, lose. Yeah, yeah, it's or a lose a, win, however you want to look which, at it. Which which part? Which stomach do you want to talk about? Right. <laughs> Is that your, your basketball sense or your stomach uh, gets to win? All right, so let's go to St. Mary's and Gonzaga. Uh, they have a 10% chance on Ken Palm of winning this game, John. And 14 points, again, is big. But Gonzaga, uh, I, I, okay, I, I'm looking at St. Mary's. But let's look. Gonzaga in the conference. Let's see. They won by 38. They won by 33. They won by 30. They won by 32. They won by 34. Oh, they played San Francisco. They only beat them by 16. Uh, they won by 32. They, they, they're they not having a lot of trouble beating opponents in the conference by 30, no matter where they play. Yeah, they, I mean, they outscored. I mean, their their points scored are, is ninety, almost ninety one. Their points against is sixty five. So, what is that? Twenty five points average that they. Yeah. And uh, St. Mary's points scored is only seventy one. Yeah. Their points against is only sixty. So. Oh, I'm 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 taking the Zags and, and giving the fourteen. I will take St. Mary's. Ooh, ooh. All right. Put that Gonzaga in there. Yeah. It's in, it's in the town nobody can find. Spokane, Washington? Spokane, yeah. 
All right, so that gets us to the last game. 6,000 seat capacity at that arena. That's pretty small. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, I I saw on Kim Palm they actually rate uh, arenas, and it's like two hundred in uh, home field home court advantage. So out of two forty, something like that. <laughs> yeah. All right, the big game. Uh, whether we like it or not, and maybe we like it. USC and UCLA. Uh, oh, the uh, blowers. Yeah is yes they're both ranked at this point although usc lost earlier in the week right they got beat by uh arizona no arizona they beat pacific tuesday night so since monday's rankings came out they're 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 still both ranked uh at this point so um yeah uh great obviously a rivalry game cross town they both have decent teams uh, boy, uh, not a very big spread. Seems like fun. Uh, yeah, USC got a good win against Stan- or UCLA beat Stanford on the road Tuesday night, which is mm-hmm. a a good win because Stanford's trying to get in the tournament. <clears throat> I wish I had a scouting report in front of me about health. Because UCLA seems to constantly have somebody hurt. This is their fourth road game in a row. No, it's not. Yeah, at Arizona, at Arizona oh, State, oh, okay. at Stanford, at USC. I got I got the game in the wrong place. So yeah, you're right. Uh, fourth road game in a row. Yeah, last weekend, uh, last weekend in Arizona for for uh, the Bruins. Austin triple, triple overtime. overtime. Yeah. yeah, Arizona State is not good, but you know, road games in the conference are always tough. So, what what are you taking here, Mister Five and Zero? Uh, I'm going to take. USC. Okay, and, and... I'm, I'm I'm going to take the. Powder blue. So we you're, uh, you're given the three. I'm taking the three. Right. So we we went different on four games, and we just we, we only agreed on the Michigan State game, which might be ironic, right? Yeah. Yeah. It is, it, it is kind of ironic, right? Well, uh, back to the Super Bowl, sort of, with the two week layoff. You know, I've watched enough basketball since the last football I watched, where it's like. The Super Bowl is going to interfere with college basketball season. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's kind of true all the time, but now they push the Super Bowl a week later. Probably makes it even more true, right? Yeah. It's, uh, oh, you've got a Purdue game on Sunday, but early. Yeah. It'll be over. Yeah. There's all the games will be over. Right. Before, uh, before that starts. So, right. Yeah. Uh, we're, Remember, we're not talking about them today. We're, we're, oh, that's right. We're letting we're letting the wound heal. Okay. Uh, I, I, I traditionally, uh, I watch a lot of the golf tournament. Though at this point, I don't recognize uh, either of the guys on the top of the leaderboard. But that might change by Sunday. So, uh, 
and some often that, that that is a raucous and fun event so uh maybe that'll give us something to yeah the, it's up till the interesting starting time of the football game yeah yeah this the 16th hole at, at the phoenix open is probably one of the uh the most entertaining things yeah. in golf yeah I, I was i'm very disappointed that in on our trip to scottsdale the course was closed that week i'd have loved to have played there just to yeah, see, what see what see what it's like and uh yeah it's it's very deserty uh on tv and but uh i don't know i don't know what it's like without all the grandstands and everything but uh we didn't get to play it so well uh, yes someday 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 in another lifetime we might go back right so yeah and there's people are there's guys already on the golf course today. That's crazy. Uh, uh, yeah, it seems a well. I don't know. You know, Aaron, you know, you know better than I do. Arizona, we don't know what time it's on most of the time. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. There's it's weird because there's guys that haven't finished yesterday's round that are out, and then there's guys that are playing today's round that are out. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't the guys that didn't finish who had late tea times yesterday be one of the ones that had the very early tea times today? Uh, that's usually the way it works, but, you know. Uh, matter of fact, the leader is on on the 16th right now, and I do not know who that guy is. There you go. All right. So there, we, we probably, probably can move on without publicizing him too much more because – We'll talk about him next week if he stays on the leaderboard in the Sunday afternoon, right? I got I got a Lincoln that says he doesn't. Is that right? A Lincoln. I, well, I'm not taking that bet. Hey, uh, so 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 everybody knows if you don't know this, Arizona doesn't change time when the, right. with the clock thing, and so sometimes they're on Mountain and sometimes they're on Pacific. So. Uh, I'm hoping they're on uh, Mountain right now, so it's not uh, 6:49 in the morning that they're peeing off. But no, I think it's the opposite. They're they're only an hour behind me, so it's 7:49. Yeah, they're they're on Mountain at this point. Right, and then during the during when we're on daylight savings time, then they're on Pacific time. I yeah, think. right. However, they, they, they do not spring forward. Okay, that, that is that is your your, uh, your your clock trivia for the day. <laughs> and between that and cannibalism, I'm sure you were all wi- wildly entertained. Uh, John, uh, good luck on the, any squares game you're in on Sunday, or anything else. Uh, pick up a few shekels, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched any of the Olympics? Uh, very, very little. Yeah. Okay. How are they do? How are they doing? Uh, I don't even know if we're in the top ten of the medal count right now. Really? Well, I know I watched enough of the uh, snowboard. Uh, we do tricks on the snowboard coming down the hill thing that. Uh, I said to Karen at the time, where the heck are they? That is a nuclear power tower yeah. right right next to it. And so I, I saw on Twitter somebody 
must have had the same thought and had uh, like a drone shot that here's this strip of white in the middle of town with the, you know, yeah, there's a power plant right next to the strip mm -hmm. of snow. So it's kind of, yeah, they got stuff tucked here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, and pretty wild. In Beijing on fake snow. And I, I guess I'm just happy that they've uh, they've pulled it off. But on the other hand, I'm not so sure I am. But I, I'm happy for I'm happy for the, the athletes who work so hard to get there. I know it's a big, yeah. a big deal and a big disappointment to not get to. Uh, and I really feel for the uh, the skier who's bombed twice already. Yeah, Shifflin, who uh, I, I guess was absolutely distraught and said she didn't know what to do, having wiped out in their first two events. So, yeah, I, I hope I hope she picks it up and and does well in a couple events coming home. Yeah, me too. It's yeah. not. We are actually one, two, three, four. We're sixth in the medal count, while tied for fifth. And um, not surprisingly, there are some um, notoriously cold weather countries that are at the top. You got Norway, Austria, the R Russian Olympic Committee, Canada, the Netherlands are all ahead of us. So yeah, well, yeah, the Netherlands, the Dutch do well in speed skating, so uh, they 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 pick up a lot of medals. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know that much anybody here cares that much, John. So, you know, uh, rah, rah. Hey, uh, I care. Do you? Well, then you shouldn't you be watching it? I've watched a good portion. I've watched enough. Have you? I've watched a lot of figure skating. Have you? Have yeah. you? Uh, do you have it on now? No. Yeah, I'm it's talking to you now. It should be well. I've you've been known to have the TV on, watching stuff over your shoulder on on these podcasts. Not not to call you out or anything, but you've been known to. It may have happened once or twice. Yeah. All right. Well, you can go back to watching uh, figure skating live from Beijing, and uh, we'll we'll call it a day. Sounds good. Okay. Have a good one. Like I said, good luck on collecting shekels on Sunday. Hey, good luck to you. Hopefully, uh, who do you got this weekend? You got Cup and Mixon, right? I have Cup and Mixon, yes. This is. Uh, I, I, have, I, I wondered if you'd forgotten, yes. And I have Stafford and Mixon. So yeah. hopefully every TD that Stafford throws goes to Cup, and every TD that that uh, the Bengals score is by from Mixon. Uh, well, I would be all right with that, but I don't think you would. No, well, I don't think I can cash anyways. I'm I'm okay. like 150th or something like that. Uh, well, I was going to point out that I think, uh, yeah, I, I haven't figured it out, but uh, I don't think you can be very far out of the money right now and hope to make up enough ground to to get in the money. Yeah, no, you would have to have somebody that. Well, I mean. Everybody at the top has some combination of Cup, Chase, Mixon. Uh, I, I don't even think anybody at the top has Stafford because I don't think he's put up the points. There is one guy who has Burrow who's in the top ten. Yeah, I would need – I think a lot of – most of the 
top players. Obviously, Cup is dominated, so I would need Stafford to throw for like 500 yards and six TDs, and none of them go to Cup, and right. Cup only get like two catches for 20 yards. Yeah, and even yeah. then, and even then, I might only move into like the top 75. So, yeah, right. So, yeah, I I have my fingers crossed, and I've I've already spent the money twice over. So. It's, uh... <laughs> we'll talk more about that next week uh, yeah hopefully we can talk about uh how you've already burnt through your cash yeah well hopefully yeah that would be that would be good to talk about all right yep. bud have all right Steve. have a great weekend love you bro bye bro, bye, bro.